Hey everybody, welcome back to season three of This Is Gonna Hurt, a fifth edition Dungeons and Dragons podcast! Alright, my name is Sorry. Owen, I am the DM, and our players for this season and this evening and the hopefully foreseeable future at the table we have... Got Alex. Craig. Jeremy. I'm Steven. And right, and that's our crew, and so we are going to sort of jump right in. So I'm going to do a quick recap of what's been happening in the wonderful land of Etrune. That's where these guys are. I'm going to do a, a, there's a longer recap, I should say. It's available for you. You can go check out wherever you're watching, you're listening to this podcast. It already exists. It covers exactly what's been going on for the past two seasons. If you already listened to it. Hey, what's up again? But I'm going to just do a quick recap for the rest of them. So we had four adventurers. There's a Goliath named Korath, a dragonborn named Windar. There was an elf named Lorthamar. He's been replaced by a turtle named Junta and a gnome named Brimley. And the four of them, they came to this country called a true and they came on a ship and they were kind of thrown into this adventure where they found out that this god called the Monarch, who everybody thinks is a really cool guy, that, that he's actually evil and that he's actually trapped away and he's attempting to break his way out of his cage and trying to get back to a true And they've discovered that for whatever reason, the four of them are able to reseal these cages that contain his power. And so they're trying to keep his power at bay. All the while, this evil organization is trying to set the monarch free. And so as it goes, they've sealed away two cages and there's been no sign of the third or fourth cage breaking. And so they, they were kind of just hanging out in this town called Stromals. But at the end of last season, they went into this shop of this awesome little dude named Lilifus and when they left the shop, they found that they were no longer in what looked like the city of Stromals. In fact, it didn't even look like the Atroon that they knew and loved. It looked like something else entirely. So where are they? Let's find out right now on this episode of This Is Gonna Hurt. All right, so I want you everybody just to, as always, take in that deep breath. What you are not breathing in is the, is not the air of a basement in Long Island, on Long Island. But it is fresh, breezy, salty air. Because what season of this is going to hurt could ever start without a boat. <laughs> and so you find yourself just in this, this blue light and you're just like flying through like space and time and you're not sure what's going on, but you're seeing glimpses of like family members dead, alive. You're seeing faces of people that are like, ha, huh, I think I'm going to meet you someday. But you're like, I don't know what that even means. And you're just like finding yourself hurling through space and you just eventually feel yourself make contact with hardwood floor. And again, you just breathe in and there's just this saltiness in the air. And you just find yourself in a huddle and in the dark. Any reactions right off the bat? You don't have too much time. Guys, my shirt's gone. <laughs> <laughs> Where'd it go? I don't know. What? What? Wait. Who are you? Wait, who are you? Wait, where are we? And you see, as you look around, you find, you see that you are on a boat. It is nighttime. There are stars in the sky, but it is a crystal clear night. And you find yourself surrounded by 20 or so Shirtless men. Sure. Most of which have bald heads. Some of them have 
hair, which looks braided, but most of them are, are bald. A few of them are sporting just a little bit of hair on their chins. Again, for the most part, shirtless. They're wearing these cloth, almost skirts, sandals. And as they begin to like take notice of you and they look over at you, you see that they begin to pull curved blades out from their belts. They're not curved inward. They're curved outward. I don't like know if ooh, that makes any they sense. They look like kukuri. Like a kukuri, exactly. That is the name of the sword. A kukuru. <laughs> <laughs> and so they, they curve outward like a kukri, and they begin to look over at you, and, and some of them even have spears, and they go, Who are you? Hey, hey, and they, they begin moving slowly towards you. As they get closer in the, in the, the dull uh, torchlight that is in various places in the boat, you see that many of them have tattoos of strange uh, symbols that you do not recognize, probably. You could roll me a history check I'm if you want to. I'm rolling a history check. Ooh, go yeah. for it. It's a hard one, yeah. but, but you could roll it for oh, me. No. Uh, 25. Oh. Oh my gosh. Oh my god. Oh my oh my gosh. What do we get? Um, First crit of season. That's three. a nineteen. Twenty two. Twenty two. Twenty five. Twenty five. Okay, so Windar is the only person to wow. recognize this language. History book. Very boy. strange. You've only ever seen it in art. So so basically you know that uh, from a troon across the Great Sea is like another country, and it is still called Chemisir, but you know that the civilization has changed drastically over the centuries and millennia, but you know from art and from architecture and things like that, that this looks like ancient Chemisirian. So it's not like the, like you, you've seen symbols and things from, from modern day, like what, what is their like continents like common, right? So like Neutron has kind of like a common and they have a common, yeah. but this looks even like Older it's similar, that. but they're different symbols. And so you're the only person that recognizes that. And again, they go, who are you? So Brimley would cast Minor Illusion to make his voice sound like a giant. Okay. And he would say, We are the Goblin Splooshers! Who are you? But it would sound like really deep and scary. Some of them, you even see that some of them, they just kind of like, they kind of like look around and they begin, they just keep moving forward in with you and they have their swords pointing. You see some of them pointing, they have their bows again. You're surrounded by 20 or 30 of these people. Yeah, uh, correct. <clears throat> Windar, uh, Windar says, Whoa, wait, wait. Uh, you said Camasir? Yeah, Camasir. You're Camasirians. I... Yes, and uh, persuasion check, please, to cut, try and calm them down. He's trying to like... Sure, there's 30 yeah. of them, but... Je guys, guys, we don't know why we're here, but it, <coughs> we're, it's okay. And I think I understand your... You mean you know harm? Oh, boy. 16. <laughs> they don't... They re like they, they don't react. <laughs> uh, I didn't know what to say. So one of the, I guess, like the tougher looking ones, he just kind of like steps forward. He says to you... How do you speak our tongue? Good question. How many people, would, how, how big of a boat would you say we're on right now? So you are on a boat very similar to the size of the very first boat that you were ever on. <laughs> wow, Ooh, that's a nice. convenient, oh, that's a very convenient so thing. Yeah. I'm actually, I'm going to cast uh, Calm Emotion. Calm Emotions. Ooh, okay. Oh. On a 20 foot radius around us. So each creature must make a charisma saving throw. And yeah. All right, so you're doing common motions, and yeah. they have to do what? They have to all roll, roll oh, charisma gosh. saving throws. All right, so I'm going to do this oh, in thirds, okay? So 10 of them, 10 of them, and 10 of them. Got right? it. They have to beat a 17. First group does not. Second group does. Third group does not. So about 20 of them, are you, you notice... I make them indifferent about us. Okay, so, so 20 or so of them, they just kind of like look at each other. You even see some of them like noticeably shrug and they just begin to like put their 
Kukuri's away. They, they begin to like put their bows back on. And the other ones are looking about confusing. They're like, they're like, brethren, why? We, what the? When the when the tough one came by and he said, how do you know our language? Was he talking to me or just everybody? He was specifically looking at you. Oh, yeah. I've learned about you people and about your history and your culture. I had a teacher that would show me the histories of the world. And I noticed that your, what, what was the jewelry you said or they were wearing? Uh, they're tattoos. Tattoos. Yeah. Your, your tattoos, they're... It's slightly, it's different from, from the common tongue. It looks aged. Are you, are you from a, an ancient order or, some, or so? I've, ne- I've never seen this outside of just of textbooks or just or writings. They just, like, they just look at you like kind of confused. I just want to point out, I just want to stop for a second. Sorry, I like, maybe should have done this in the beginning. So I just like remember that there's something like super exciting that I wanted to share with you guys and maybe it should have gone in the beginning and that's okay that it's not. You remember those giant, obnoxious advantage and disadvantage die we had? Yes. And nobody seemed to like. The Alex Even though I was really happy about them. I hated um, them. They're gone. What? They've what been replaced. Did you break them? A generous gift from a fan of the show. My girlfriend. <laughs> she uh, gave us a very generous gift. These what? are these are called the Fate Vendor dice. <gasps> oh. So put those out on the table. Wait, There's a yellow die in the middle, which is just a normal D20, but there is a green die, and it instead of having a one, it has two twenties. And the red one, which will be the disadvantage die, instead of having a twenty, it has two ones. Oh. So it just upped the ante. On rolling advantage and rolling disadvantage. So now when we roll advantage, we're rolling one of our own dice and then like the... Correct. Okay, yeah. cool. And wow. they're wood. They're made of wood. Oh, they won't destroy the minis box. in the way... Like break them. That's... They won't destroy minis in the way that the other ones have. Sorry, I, maybe I should have done that in the beginning. I totally forgot. That's so cool. Thank you, Marissa. Yeah. Thank yeah. you. Thank Those you. These are beautiful. They are so pretty. They really are. I've wanted these forever. <clears throat> and now we have them. These yes. are really cool. So, so yeah. yeah, so 20 or 20 or so of them, they begin to look like they're calm. He doesn't really respond to you at all, Windar. But so you hear a voice kind of perk up from basically the back of the ship, right? So very similarly to ships you've been on, the back is kind of a cabin area. And as the voice comes up, if your head's turned, and I'm not saying they have to, but if they turn, you see there is a man and he's robed in mostly white. He is uh, similarly bald, and as he begins to move forward, you see that he leaves behind what looks like a staff. It's leaning up against the wall. The staff has bandages that wrap around the top portion of it. Okay. It gets very big and bulbous at the top. Ooh. Um, this man, uh, again bald, he has hair coming off of his chin. It's like the, the chin part of a Fu Manchu, basically, and it's like <laughs> eight or so, eight or nine inches long. Uh, very just like thin beard. Uh, his entire right side of his face is tattooed with the same ancient runes as the what the other guys have on them. And again, he's just wearing like white robes. And he goes, "Men, put down your weapons." And the and one looks the the strapping one says, "But teacher," he says, "Put down your weapons. Return to your post. I shall send you to the abyss myself." And he's like, he looks terrified for a moment, puts his kukri back in his sheath and they, they just kind of begin dispersing from you. And he says, again, I ask you, who are you? Why are you here? We're, we're from Etroon and we don't know why we're here. We weren't. And then we, we're, we walked through a door and now we're here. Roll me a perception check. <clears throat> uh, quick question. 
Yeah. Are we still dressed like we were at the party? I don't yep. think we... You look exactly yeah. the same. Oh, that's crazy. So I have a top hat and a mustache on. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. You went like the next day to go to yeah, the... Yeah, yeah, we, yeah, we, yeah, yeah, shop. You're, you're, like your, you're in your regular okay. street clothes, yeah. All right. My shirt's still gone. I only rolled a four on that perception check. Okay. So you don't notice the thing that I was going to tell you about. Okay. And he says, Etrun. You hail from Etrun. Well, it's where we were. We're from like different places, but that's that's where we've been for like the yeah, last last while. Yeah, we're all from different places. And do you know how it is that you came to be in the middle of the Great Sea? No. No. We walked through a uh, door. Yeah, I said the door. And then we were just transported through this. There was some crazy light. stuff. Like we were flying and we saw crazy things. Do I saw mean, my ancestors. Do you mean the blue light? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It was a there, there was some blue light, yeah. Hey, there was blue. I have only seen the blue light once in my life. Me too. Same. Just yeah. now, actually. Yeah, us too. The last time I saw the blue light, it carried warriors of destiny. Don't so why are you here, warriors of destiny? Well, oh. we've been... Well, uh, this is pretty weird, so that, that I don't know. That sounds a lot better than goblins, pleasures, to be honest. Are our <laughs> tattoos tingling? No. Okay. We have been um, charged with... The fate of a nation and maybe the world. And you said the name of this nation. Is that true? Hey! Yeah, unless they've been lying to me. I don't know. Do you guys know? I'm fairly certain it's still true. Oh, you, yeah, true. Have you heard of the monarch? The monarch? You, you mean the king? I. Uh, yes. Oh, no. The. Wait, the, 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 the king? Like the, the old. The no, king. the word for king. Yes, oh, yes, yeah, 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 yeah. The yeah. word for king. The yeah. guy in a troon that they call the monarch. Like, he's like a deity. Like, a he deity. was king for like 200 years or something? I don't even know. Hmm. He says, It does not surprise me that you speak perfect Chemisirian. No, we're speaking. <laughs> wait, aren't we? We're, wait, you're speaking common. No. The blue light is mysterious and wonderful. So, like, if I was speaking French... I can't do that. <laughs> you speaking French. In French. <laughs> oui, oui. Um, oui, oui. Oh, wow. Okay. So, I'm going to try and speak Dwarvish right now. Okay. So, like, I, I, I say something to Brimley and Dwarvish. I think I speak that. I don't speak that. I, I still say something in Brimley and okay. Dwarvish. Hey. You, you... I... Your hat looks silly. And you... you uh, Roll me a perception check. Okay. This, I tested this dice before we played and it rolled a 20. And then the next roll it did was a 20. Yeah. This is going to be a 1. It's uh, a 7. Yeah. Oh, I, thought, I thought it was a 1 from it, here. It, they look kind of similar. Yeah. <laughs> um, perception check? Yeah. Uh, so that would be a 10. You, you see the hint of like his eyes darting back and forth as you're speaking. And he goes, Ah, you have dwarves in this land you come from, Etrun. Yeah, actually, the only reason I know how to speak that is because of my belt. Uh. <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> so, um, where, where did you say we are again? Uh, we are in the middle of the vast Great Sea. What are you guys doing out here? Well, we are crossing the sea from Kemesir. We are heading to the nation of Maridon. Oh, wait! That's, that's one of like, the old, old names of a true. They I saw it in like, books and stuff. It's, it's like, it was like three provinces, and that's, that's one of the provinces. Like, there's like a capital. Um, you, you recognize what yeah. he's saying yeah. to be true. Yeah. Wait, oh. did, 
You do you mean like the are you going to like that area of the trune? No. But I am beginning to see the oh, effects of the blue light. Oh no. Guys, we're in the past. We're in the past! Wait. Oh my god! So at this point, like some of like the soldiers begin to like <sighs> like look over. Brimley is freaking out at you, and the, the man says, Turn your head. Cover your ears. Me? No, to the to the man who's looking. Oh. Yeah. And he and he like goes back to like what he was doing. And he goes, if what you say is true, I wish to know nothing of the future. A wise man knows not to attempt to change things. Okay, that's 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 fair. You have probably already said too much. You're probably right. So how how long is it gonna take us to get there? What I have a question. Yeah. That guy like called you a teacher. What are you a teacher of? And also how long is it gonna take us to get there? I am the teacher. But past. And he's just like listening. Could this be why you are here? And like coming over the rail of the ship is this blue blue uh, Yeah. This like blue like dragonish creature. It looks kind of like a dragon with no wings. You can see that it's like its tail, instead of just being like a dragon tail, looks like a like a large flat fin, almost like the tail of a newt. And it's literally just like just draped crawling over the side. up on the on the boat. And the the soldiers like they begin to like pull the, the, the sailors, they begin to like pull out their swords and pull out their weapons and go, No, let us see what these warriors of destiny are capable of. And uh Roll me initiative. Ooh. Initiative! That's pretty good. Consarnet. I got an eight. An eight for Kyoriath. How about Windner? <laughs> I got two ones next to each other. Oh, okay. Oh. An 11. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> Rome. 17. Oh. Oh, darn. Coming in hot. Hey, you're you're in the ocean. A nine. You're like a sea turtle. Nice. We need a mini for for Junta. For Junta. Oh, sweet. Um, yeah, we need something to represent Junta. Do you have a spare mini lying around? We have a bunch of them. (laughs) Have a walrus upstairs, but that's not a turtle. Yo, give give us the Gibbler. What's that? The the weird tentacle looking thing. You know, the full house. That's not. That's not good for Junta. <laughs> Snake. Snake. Oh my god, you're so terrible. I knew it was happening. <laughs> I'm a snack. Slurry snack. <laughs> Alright, so uh, creature. So Junta, you uh you're you were the first to like like it it is this thing is like curl like picking itself up on the edge of the boat. The the soldiers are just beginning to like just back away. What do you do? Nice. So what I will do to this sea creature, um, so it's like a blue snake-like, dragon-like creature. Yeah, somewhere between a snake and a dragon. With like a, a, a tail, right? And like a sea serpent, but with front yep. four limbs. All right. So I am going to cast a sacred flame at this uh, creature. Okay. So sacred flame, you must roll a dexterity saving throw and beat a 17. He does not. Awesome. So I do 3d8 damage. Let's see it. D8. Boom. 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 That is 18 points of radiant damage. Wow. 
Is there anything particular about your sacred flame? I don't know if we've ever covered that before. Nothing super to you. I think it's like kind of like a greenish flame, not like a green flame, like a greenish type of hue that spews forth out of my hand. And then it just kind of blows up fire. Got it. Sweet. You know, so it, as this, like this radiant burning takes effect, it like, this is as it's like leaping onto the, uh, the deck and it does have back legs, by the way, just, just, and the tail is the part that's like serpentine. And it just, as it does it, like this explosion happens and it burns and it, and it reacts and it snarls and it looks around and Windar, you can tell that it's like getting ready to just like leap and just like run forward. Well, Windar decides to meet it head on. He goes into a rage and just a huge, like, it looks like a dome of lightning just erupts around him. Okay. Because his, uh, his storm aura just, uh, it explodes out of him mm-hmm. when like he starts. It's, it's as a 10 foot the ten foot aura, and he just he pulls out his sword, runs towards the, uh, well, kind of like yeah, I guess runs towards the sea dragon thing, mm-hmm. and then it, he goes to like slash at its face, but he fakes it, yeah, and yeah. he's a, he's the the sea dragon or the sea drake is yeah. on the boat at this point. So you okay. just push him forward a little bit, yeah. Okay, uh, he goes to like slash at him, but he fakes and uses his lightning breath. Oh, okay, into his mouth. Essentially, because he's like right in front of him. Give him a kiss. Giving that dragon on dragon <laughs> so, kiss. He's like, come here. He has to make a deck save. Probably not going to do so. Windurine, dragon thing, sitting Ooh. in a tree. 17. Oh, I just beat it. Ooh. Okay, takes 3d3. No, yeah. I believe it's 3d6. I have to double check. Wait, you just beat it? No, he beat, oh, okay. he beat it. So you just do what you would roll, and then he just takes half the damage. Yep. I just have to, I'm just trying to make sure, like, if it was three. Got it. Or no, it's four. Four d six. Oh wow, it was a decent roll too. All right, uh, six, twelve, eighteen, nine lightning damage, and then he's now he's going to drive his like long sword. He has two attacks, so he's going to drive. Yeah, him. you can't do that. I can't do that. No, I mean oh. your like your breath is like in itself an action. Mm-hmm. If you're like your slash attacks are can be parts of. Gotcha. Attack action. Gotcha. Okay. Well, then as a bonus action, I'm gonna I target the the sea drake and use my aura, and just okay. it just pulses and hits him. But okay. let me see. what does that do? When activated, one one creature of your choice in your aura takes lightning damage. Deck save uh, sixteen. Cool. Okay. Yeah. Deck save. Oh. Yep. <laughs> uh, sixteen. Oh, I just met it. Uh, four damage. All right. Full lightning. So he runs towards you, and as he's like running, like, you know, and, and moving the distance to you, you know, that he can actually go and take a bite, that's when like your your burst kind of takes effect. And mm-hmm. he's like jumping through the air as it happens, and he is going to attempt to bite at you. And he rolls a he gets a twenty-two. He gets me. Cool. You take nine points of piercing damage. Ooh. Okay, okay. And he does this kind of like, as he bites into you, he kind of like twists his head and the momentum, he, as he lets go, mm-hmm. his body kind of like turns horizontal to you and his tail actually whips towards you. Oh, and he does this whip at you whip as well it. and he rolls a crit. So Ooh. if you could pass me that green one, <gasps> I'm sorry that I get to do the first one. It's okay. It's okay. They're your gift. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I mean they're, they are and they're not. I mean, they're a gift for everybody. Oh, wait. Why did you need that? Yeah. I didn't. Put it back. This isn't oh, yeah, 7.5. That was weird. 
Oh yeah. Spaced on rules and stuff. Yeah. What you crit? You didn't. I don't you know didn't confirm. Why. I don't know. You, we, <laughs> yeah. We haven't. It hasn't been that long since we played. I, uh, I don't know. That's <laughs> weird. That my brain just did that. And you played with me like two weeks ago. I know. So you take eight points of bludgeoning damage. His tail just smacking you in the face. Amateur. And then uh, it's Brimley. It's your turn. You see all this happen, and you just you you realize, oh man, I could react now. So like we're on like the main area of the deck, and then yep. like there's like stairs up to the left. Yep. Okay. So we're just gonna kind of go up to like this higher part okay. and look out over the railing, and he's gonna hold his orb out, and his orb is gonna start going black, and the black's gonna sink down into the the bottom of the ship, and he's gonna kind of like direct it over to where the the creature is. Just enough so that it's not going to hit Windar. And up from the ship, uh, black tentacles are going to like spring up and break through the boards and start grabbing onto this thing. Fortunately enough for you, most of the um, sailors have been like They've moving been back moving. and trying okay. to give this cool. moment some some space. So but. he's going to have to make a deck save. Okay. Uh, he's going to have to beat a 17. He does not. Okay. So he's going to take some damage. Can I borrow some D6s? Yeah. Oh, there's one. And cool. Two. Okay, cool. Oh, eight plus five is thirteen. You right. can hold on to you can hold on to um, one of my other D sixes. I don't need I don't need oh, D sixes. Cool. So that's thirteen damage, and he is also now restrained. Yeah. And then he will have to make sorry. And he, during the start of his turn, he'll take a three D six uh, bludgeoning damage, and then he can use his action to try to break out. Okay. Goreth, cool. I don't know why you're so late to the game, but you're just like maybe you were just like. I don't know. Bonus action. I'm gonna cast uh, blinding smite on onto my onto my mall. Okay. Blinding smite. Blinding smite. That sounds never really u- cool. Never used this one before. Oh, it's the debut right here. Yeah, oh yeah. If, if you, he's if restrained, some... so I think you get advantage. But I just want to double check. Oh, do I get advantage? I think so. Which means you're gonna be the first one to use the oh, dice. Oh, that's good. I'm glad. I, I was unhappy yeah. that it was gonna be me. Right. I'm glad I. Attack um, rolls against him have advantage. Perfect. Okay. So and he has disadvantage on dexterity saving throws. Nice. Okay. So it's a bonus action to cast uh, blinding smite. Uh, next time you hit a creature with melee, uh, I deal three d8 radiant damage on top of the target. If I if I if I hit the target, it must make a Constitution saving throw or be blinded until the spell ends. Okay. Um. So. It can make saving throws on each of its next turns. Okay. Okay. So then, so oh, I'm cool. going to move forward. I'm going to take the advantage. Die. Yeah. Ooh, okay. Great weapon master. You're you're doing it. Yeah. You're using it. Dude, do it. So he's taking a minus five to his roll, but he gets plus ten damage if he hits. Oh, the it like the dies up. It leaned against it. Against, roll again. I'm going to roll it again. That's cocked. That's cocked. Um. Okay, so no, 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 no. no uh, this that's fine. Oh, he's got some scenes. Remember to take right? off five. Yeah, take off five. So sorry, this is oh the pressure. That's a twelve, uh, nineteen to hit. That is a hit. Yeah. Okay, and then I'm uh, also going to dump a level three divine smite on there. Okay. Uh, See can I have? I don't have enough d8s, guys. Can I have a, a d8 from someone? Yeah. <laughs> And he has a lot. I have a lot. So I'm uh, oh, so third level divine smite. That's five. Well, that's that's D eight over there too. That's five D eight, three D eight for the blinding smite, and then I'm gonna roll my normal weapons damage right now, which is a divine. Uh, since I have so much divine energy, I already get a D eight on there. I'm gonna um, say like you're just like juiced out right now. Like, <laughs> like you're you're like the, the blue light gave me some extra. But juice I'm gonna say for like you're like. The color of your magic in general tends to be blue. Yeah. Right? Okay. Uh, I will say there's a little bit of like yellow mixed in because again, there's that like bit of like earth in you too now. 
And so like there is some like your leg is even like there's almost symbols beginning to like appear on the leg and it's like you're really glowing with magic. Korath does not like like little drakes like this because the last time we faced one, he almost died. You so fought a little drake? Yeah, went with Oboth. That was a dragon. Oh, those, are, those are little dragons, those but yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, okay. Similar. All right, yeah, we so. Killed, we killed babies. Reroll that one. Okay, it's better. Still better. Still better. Still better. Six, nine points normal, and then. Definitely out there. Oh my gosh, that's insanity. I was just like. <laughs> All right, so we got nine plus what, okay. what we got here. Six, okay. eight, okay. Eight, okay. Six, okay. one, okay. one, four, three. Thirty-seven plus two is. Oh, and then all that dice is da- is doubled because. Oh wait, no, it wasn't a crit. It wasn't a crit. No, wasn't a you do get plus ten, and then I do get plus ten. 56, 56 damage with 50, the plus 10. Okay, with the plus 10. 56 damage. Yeah. What? Wow. How, how do you want this to look? <laughs> so he just, <laughs> like, like it's kind of still, like, kind of in, I'm assuming it's still kind of in someone's face, so I just kind of, like. It's wrapped in my tentacles, too. Oh, yeah, so yes. I just kind of slam it down into the deck, and then I'm going to hit it again with my second attack. Uh, yeah, okay, you can. <laughs> it's like, it's dead, though. Oh, really angrily. Just do it. Like as you're running forward, like and it's struggling against the tentacles, at one point its body kind of shifts to the point that it's almost laying on the deck, and you just sense this weak point in like the long part of its neck, and you just like know like that's the spot. And as you do, like your hammer cleans through it and breaks the deck a little bit of the ship, like the wood cracks under it. Whoa. And, and you it's just see right. blood spurt. And it's just like and it begins to just twitch and wriggle. As it's almost yeah, like if it's suffocating buddy. or you damage its nervous system. Hit it I mean, again. You can, you can hit it again hit it if you again. want to, but you, you, like, have the you know that you've, you've finished this thing. All right, I, I'm going to hit it one more time. <laughs> Just it, it hit me twice. It's still restrained. It's still advantage. Also, it's dead. <laughs> <laughs> you miss a corpse. That would be 20, 27 to the corpse. <laughs> it's, yeah, it's, it's, it's I, extra dead. I flattened yes. its skull a little bit. Nice. And, uh, so once you like, once it, it's like begins, it like stops moving. Mm-hmm. So it's twitching and it stops moving. It's actually its whole body just begins to look like it's just enveloped in shadow. And it, the whole mass of it just begins to just shrink mm-hmm. and shrink and shrink until it's like the size of the mini. Cool. That is used there, except it's this little stone statuette of what it formerly looked like. It's a very angular oh. and rough cut. Cool. And there's really just this moment his. of like, you know, of course, it's like you're probably the only person who can see it because you're like really close to it. It is, it is nighttime. There's, there's torches and stuff. But And uh, the man who had been previously addressing you, he just kind of like steps forward Wait, before um, he says forward, he, he, okay. Really wants to let the tentacles dissolve. Back yeah, 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 no, yeah, 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 yeah. No, okay. the, the tentacles yeah, they yeah. they peel away, they sink into the shadow, and uh, and so yeah, he's kind of just like standing next to you, and he's just kind of like looking at the little figurine. He's he's almost waiting for you to make a say and just react. Well, what was that? Did you do that? No. Wait, then why is it a little thing now? Are you holding it now? Yeah. What is this? It hurt. This. And he takes it from you, and he looks at it, and he goes, "This is grave news indeed. It means you are being followed." Oh! And he just like reaches out to like give it back to you. Great, Korath, we're I- being followed. Korath, I- Fantastic! Just trying to save the world here. 
I'd investigate this bad Me boy. Me as well. Ooh. What are you saving the world from? He looks over to you and he pauses and he says, from itself. Oh, That's man. really hard to do. That's deep. People are people. Super deep. Roll me that investigation. Is, wait, what do you? Why? Oh, you're you're trying to like just look at it and whatnot. Yeah, see if I can find like if there's any markings or stuff like that or any anything that sticks out. Oh, oh, it's a seven. Okay, we have not. Um, and, uh, fourteen. Uh, so fourteen. So just so again, it's it's rough and angular, mm-hmm. and it's the cutting of it. It looks like it's you know it's hewn from stone, and what at first looked just like lines and whatnot to you, you realize there is. There are symbols on the bottom of it mm-hmm. that, you know, you you feel at first like, yeah, I don't recognize those. And then just kind of as you blink, you just, for some reason, it, it I don't want to say it looks like common Etrunian, but like you you understand what it means. And you know that the word there just says serve. Oh, boy. Uh, curious though, glyphs that are on there are the symbols. Are mm-hmm. they like, a, is it the, the ancient tongue? Or yes. Like a different, okay. It right, is the mind. ancient Chemisirian. Okay. Um, it's serving somebody, but I don't know. Well, we could probably figure out who. I wonder who would be following us. Um, hey, uh, Brimley, Junta, oh. do you think I? I just found some uh, from some funky letters on there. It says "serve," which yeah, it's not good. But you got? Can you get like any kind of reading off of it? Like you've feeling any kind of dark magic energy, something like that? Can I do an like an Arcana check? Uh, then... You can. So as you're just kind of like searching your arcane knowledge, you hear this whoosh. And you just you just notice that now um, the staff that had previously been lying against the ship is yeah. in the man's hand. Okay. And he just begins to come over to you, and he like sees you just analyzing it, and he goes, "There's no need to think, little one." Roll a twenty-five, though. Oh, okay. You don't have any clue. Okay. And he says, "This is the trademark of my nemesis. Who's that? Vadelzar. Can you spell man. that?" Well, for you, it's V-A-D-E-L-Z-Z-A-R, as it's spelled, Vadelzar. I just realized we don't know his name. Yeah, no, the teacher. Who, who is he, and where is he? He is a high priest. The high priest of Asetsis. Asetsis, you recall, is the goddess of life and death in Etrune. Mm. Okay, but I take it he's more along the lines of the death responsibilities of Asetsis, if he's your nemesis. You are very astute. He has always been the champion of death. I, the champion of light. I figured. Of life. Well, light, life, same. Can be the same thing. He doesn't stutter. That's fair. Just because I do. <laughs> um, I know they call you the teacher, but what is your name? Nevun Tesaro. My name's Korath. I'm Windar. It is good to meet you, champions of destiny. The lands of Quar. Does that ring a bell? Quar. Yes, Quar is on the other side of the mountains to Meridon. How have you been there before? I have been to Meridon, yes. Have you been to Quar on the other side? Oh, have I been to Quar? I have been to Quar. The Badlands? I have well, been many places. How? I haven't been there in a while. My friend, there are only Badlands in Quar. Oh, okay. They I mean no offense. That's okay. But being such as yourself, run rampant. Curious. Oh, he's racist too. Are they... Although you seem polite and sophisticated for one of your kind. You see, I have I've a weird, weird birth story, and I'm trying to figure this out. Mm. You see, are the dragonborns, or the dragons that roam the, the, the badlands of Quar, are they blue? Or are they like me? Like tiny bronze? There are some that are like you. Okay. 
because I was born to to Blue Dragons. But this, the tale I was told was my mother was struck by lightning when I, when she when she birthed me. And this is the reason they gave you a four year coloration. Yes, but it just feels weird. It kind of doesn't sound right. It's terrible when families lie to each other. Figured. I never knew that, man. And oh, oh, fun fact: these silver highlights I don't think are right. I've never seen another dragonborn like this. But there was there's some other stuff going on. But thank you. I was curious. What about Maylorn? Do you know about that place? I don't know. <laughs> um, side note: What would this be? How 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 many years I'm back? Not gonna say. If it was more than nine hundred and fifty years, then no, Melorn doesn't exist yet. Melorn, I do not think I have heard of this place. Oh, well, then forget about it. <laughs> Is that where you come from? Um, strange turtle creature. You told me not to say things that you don't know, so um, I'm gonna stick to that and say uh. Um, maybe. <laughs> My friend, a word of advice. If you ever got tired of the life you lead, go to Kemesir. They would treat you like a god. They worship everything they do not understand. That's cool. Um, I already serve a god. Um, I'd rather, I'd rather her, she get the attention. I understand this very well. And, um, I just traveled Never really, we never really called any of the places names. They just, we were there. So, He's a, how long is it going to take <laughs> us to get to Maradon? We should be in Maradon in about three weeks. Wow. Oh, that's, a, that's a long time. Well, um, the sea is very great. Yeah, that makes sense. Well, is there anything that we can, that we can help out with? Yeah, if, if can I cast haste on the boat? <laughs> I'll let you try. <laughs> hold on, hold on. I want to see what the, like the highest level I have is. If you're allowing us passage, the least we can do is at least help him. Well, help out. I am still wondering why you are here. So, so are we. I do not believe the slaying of Vadelzar's creature would dictate magic itself, bringing warriors of destiny to my sheep. Hmm. While he's talking, I'm going to try to cast haste on the boat. Okay. I try to cast haste on the boat. Okay. What happens? Boat can now move for every foot in real, like of what it would normally move. Yeah. It now moves a foot and an inch. Cool. That happens for one minute. (laughs) You somehow made either the winds blow faster or the boat lighter. <laughs> I made it more aerodynamic, but it's gonna it's gonna like reinflate. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Cool. That was worth it. So worth it. Nice. Well, since I since I worship like kind of like a <coughs> goddess of like nature and life, mm-hmm. uh, I kind of want to get. Uh, I I would walk up to the teacher mm-hmm. and say, um, so um, the the goddess that I worship uh, is of nature and life, and I, I feel like that's very similar to what you uh. Yes. Believe. Uh, I'd love to hear more about your beliefs and kind of what you're teaching everybody. Hmm. Um, do you like actually want to know stuff or is it just, just yeah? No, like, be really cool. Curious. Um, okay. I mean, I'll spend X amount of time, whatever time it so, takes to like learn everything that's going on. And he says, Asetsis is a powerful goddess, highly worshipped amongst the Chemisirians. Her priests began as one order, but over time. Some took to life, others to death. <laughs> While me and my kin, we worship her through the embrace 
embracing and fulfillment of life, others do through sacrifice. That is why I am leaving Kemesia and no longer find my home there. There's much to be done in Maridan. Asetsis has a following there as well. And they do not embrace death in the way that the savage, savages from my homeland have. Oh, I know that feeling all too well. Do you well. wish to know more? <laughs> I mean, uh, if, it, if we have three weeks, I mean, I'm, <laughs> I've, I'm, all, I'm all ears. I do have a question. I'm we sorry. Will, we will talk over the journey. How are the waters for uh, fishing? Uh, the Great Sea is home to many fish. Don't mind me. Window goes over to the side and he uses wall of water and he just raises a 10 foot wall of water <laughs> from the sea. Oh man. Don't mind me. <laughs> it's 20 feet wide, 10 feet high and one foot thick. The, the soldiers, uh, the sailors, they, they just like, you know, they just begin to like gawk and, and you know, just completely and utterly astounded. And, uh, does anyone have a spear and some rope? And like, yeah, I do. One of okay. <laughs> and he's I gonna see my. You see, one of the other sailors runs over too, and he has like an, a harpoon also, and he's like really like he's like, I have a harpoon. Yeah, I'll take that one, and then I'll <laughs> and he grabs his own, and like he's just like trying to like join in with like <laughs> the three of you are everybody join in. <laughs> <laughs> the rest of them stay put. Um, we're just looking for some choice fish in there. Sure, of course. Well, he's gonna cool. cast True Strike on Windar. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Thank you. No problem. Um, <laughs> so basically, like, so in this wall of water, like a bunch of large fish, like that had been uh, swimming, you know, like just beneath the surface, are kind of like at the bottom, and you know, some of them have kind of fallen out of the side mm. and have landed back in the water. But there are some that are just kind of like keeping with what appears to be some kind of true strike Ooh. current or whatever. Oh, okay. Does that, does that give it advantage? Mm -hmm. yeah. Okay. So yeah, roll, roll an attack roll. Cool. All right, let's see. 17 and... Oh, wait, that's not really how true strike works. Never mind. Oh, okay. You can tell it yourself, yeah. Oh, okay. Oh, oh yeah, whatever. Oh, it's, no. it's, it's whatever, it's fish. Well, it's we're we're going to let this one Brim, slide, yeah. Brimley, Brimley gets, like, advantage in his mind as he's, like, doing it himself. Um, man, I haven't, I haven't used a spear in a while. It's just uh, dex, right? Uh, strength. Stri oh, woo, cool. Uh, and your proficiency, yeah. Oh, my... Alrighty. It's just like a, the same as what your sword strike would be oh. as far as attack goes. Okay. Then that, oh, cool. Uh, then 26. Yeah, you stab a fish. 25. <laughs> yeah. You also stab a fish. All right. What does the guy do? Sick. He. Oh, yeah. I hope he gets it. Windar says, yo, you got this. He and also sta he stabs a fish. Yes. Nice. Yeah. Hey, what's your name, buddy? My name is Dunraz. <laughs> My name is Tolom. Tolum, good job. Present my fist for a fist bump. He looks really confused. Here, wait. I just pat him on the back. When our fist bumps Korath. Oh, yeah. I think it would be Junta and Brimley. Roll me perception checks. This has not been going well for me. It has continued to not go well for me. I rolled an eight. 29. Cool. What'd you roll? An eight. Okay. You were both close enough to the... Oh, you're like... Above, you're, are you still on the cabin yeah, or did there. you come down? No, I'm up there. <laughs> okay. I'm like surveying the So scene. because you're like right at the edge there, you from above and Junta from below, you see the door in the cabin, it just begins to creak open and you just hear this small, soft voice say, teacher? And you hear the man, Novun, 
Uh, he says, boy, go back to bed. Boy. Brimley would like peek over and look down and see if he could, like see who it is in there. Um, so all you, you just see the top of a, of a head, okay. a small head. And uh, How small? just peeking out a child. Like, well, like so a child like... Like eight, nine years old, 10 years old, maybe. Okay. Human. I kind of like, as I'm looking, I kind of turn to him and I, I like wave. Um, he just gives like a, like a little wave back and you hear, boy. And he just, and he just like grabs the door and he just closes the door. And that's what we're going to pick up next week on this is going to hurt. Woo! Nice. So, hey guys, I didn't say this at the beginning. And so hopefully you haven't just turned off the podcast, but you can find us in a bunch of places. We have a website called this is going to hurt. DND.com. We have an email you can contact us. It's this is going to hurt info at gmail.com. And of course, we have Twitter and Instagram. We're going to hurt DD. Also, we love reviews. We love five star reviews on iTunes, the best. But even if you don't want to give us a five star review, you want to give us like a one star review, just go leave a review because then we're just like, we know more stuff about how people like the podcast. We totally appreciate it. That's awesome. And so, anybody have anything to say before we end this week? And we got shirts. Yeah, we got shirts and stuff. You can go to Amazon and get Google Amazon. This is going to hurt podcast. I recommend putting podcast in there because there's like a song or something that also has the same name. Uh, but you can find, we actually have uh, shirts. We have other things too, right? What's the other? Yeah, we have, it's like a phone holder. We can't say the brand name, but there's like a phone holder you can put on the back of your phone and it's convenient. And we got four separate shirts up there right now. Sweet. So that's cool. And, but isn't there another? Oh, oh, um, if you go through our website, yep. we have a, a site at spreadshirt.com and you can get our logo on a bunch of stuff from backpacks like to so totes, different things. mugs, sweatshirts, other things. There's, there's a lot. Yeah. All right. So everybody have a good night. Later. Hello, everyone. Uh, we just like to take this moment to thank our patrons for bringing this episode to you. So big thank you to Austin, JJ, Jordan, Justin, Kim, Nathan, Phil, and Trevor. You guys are awesome. We appreciate everything you're doing for us.